Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh and through much wantonness those that were clean escaped from them who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. Second Peter chapter 2 verses 18 through 19. Peter warns in this chapter very descriptively of the wolves in sheep's clothing. He uses some of the exact same wording used by Jude, the brother of Jesus. Because that we understand that though Jesus was of divine birth, that Mary and Joseph did have more children according to the scripture after him. So he did have brothers and sisters, Jude being one of them, one of the few people who was with Jesus for his entire 30 years on this earth. He gives the same warnings using the same words that Peter does in this chapter. This would indicate that this warning was not from their own revelation, but was likely something that they both heard Jesus saying repeatedly. Enough at least to remember it exactly. And Jesus himself warns us very clearly in the book of Matthew that there are many wolves in sheep's clothing out to deceive and to devour the sheep of his pasture. Therefore, does he tell us that we will be able to know them by their fruits? The true servant of God will bear the fruits of the Holy Spirit while the counterfeits will bear the fruits of the flesh. Yet does Second Peter chapter 2 and Jude chapter 1 go into more detail about these ungodly fruits that they bear and the character that they share. However, the final warning that Peter gives concerning these false prophets is to the individual who should be watching for them that they not be deceived by them. He tells us that they will speak things into our ear that we want to hear. They will preach easy, please me messages of vanity, working up the flesh's selfish desires, and lure men back into a state of complacence that will eventually lead them back into sinfulness the latter end of them being worse than the beginning. In short, these men and women that we are warned of in these passages are selfish, attention-seeking, self-serving, vain, lacking a true fear of God and concern for the souls of others who cause them to backslide in their pursuit of vain glory. Nevertheless, Though a greater damnation awaits those who destroy the righteousness of the righteous, according to scripture, so does it bear a great weight of responsibility on the person being led away themselves. 
Isaiah chapter 5 verse 23 tells us this, that he which justifieth the wicked for reward and taketh away the righteousness of the righteous from him. In other words, a minister or a person who justifies a person in their sin because that they want to keep receiving either their tithe or their attention and in the process ends up taking away the righteousness of that person. To them, he says this, therefore, as the fire devoureth the stubble and the flame consumeth the chaff, so their root shall be as rottenness and their blossom shall go up as the dust because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Because you see, my friend, the only way that this can happen is if they speak, preach, or teach, or prophesy something that is in contradiction to the teachings of Jesus, the word of God, our discernment. My friend, this happens more often than you might think because Jesus himself warned us that the many would find themselves on the broad path, the ones following the wolves in sheep's clothing, the counterfeits. Yet while the devil is cunning and very deceiving, God does promise to lead us into all truth if we diligently seek him. Yet the scripture also tell us that for those who want to justify their sin, vanity, compromise, or spiritual laziness, then God will turn them over to their own lust and give them the teachers and leaders that they desire. This is probably the worst place to find yourself in because my friend, it is a judgment to be under one who is not willing to reprove your sin or challenge you to advance in the kingdom. You have the option to flee from these counterfeits, false prophets, bad shepherds and wolves in sheep's clothing. In fact, you have the obligation to turn away from them or else you are willingly partaking for vain and temporal reward and will be judged with them as you backslide farther and farther from the Lord. The latter end being much worse than the first. So turn away and run or else be led away captive. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 3 warns us of this. If any man teach anything other than what was taught by Jesus in scripture and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, wherefore cometh envying, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt mind and destitute of the truth. These people suppose that physical gain equates to godliness or that it comes as a response to being godly. From such that teach these things, withdraw thyself. Yes, my friend, there is another Jesus, another gospel, another message. There are wolves in sheep's clothing that feed themselves on the congregation instead of feeding them the words of Jesus. 
be diligent because while there is a greater damnation reserved for them, there is also a great weight of responsibility placed on those who have the opportunity to seek the truth and follow the leading of the good shepherd themselves. Jesus paid a high price to release the truth to you that you would be able to judge the fruit. On the day of judgment, we won't be able to say they led me astray. He's going to say, but I gave the truth to you. Why didn't you believe me? The scripture says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then all that you need will follow after you. My friend, we are to follow after him, after Jesus, not after men, not after miracles or gifts or manifestations. The signs and wonders are to follow those who believe. Those who believe do not follow after them. If you follow after manifestation, you will end up following after a witch because the enemy, he can counterfeit all manner of miracle. We read it in the scripture that the Antichrist himself will move in some and lying wonders but these wonders they endorse a lie but the Holy Spirit of God is there to lead us into all truth to lead us to the word the foundation the gospel message that Jesus came and laid for us do you believe what he said I don't care what you heard from a man Second Timothy chapter four, verse three tells us this for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. You know what a fable is? It's a fairy tale. It's a lie. It's vain imaginations. And on the day of judgment, we won't have anyone else to blame for the fact that we believe these errors. Because the spirit of truth, the very Holy Spirit of the living God was made available to you. Will you seek him while he may be found? Because the truth is this, that the church at large today is so guilty of spiritual laziness. They would rather be fed poison because it comes easy and quick and is pleasing to the palate than to sit and seek and search the Lord for a word that might prick their heart and save their soul. James chapter 1 verse 14 tells us this, that every man who is tempted is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lusts and enticed. The enemy comes in and speaks something to him that sounds very nice. He hangs that apple in front of him and says, doesn't it look good? Doesn't it seem right? Let me flatter you a little bit. That's what the Antichrist spirit will do according to the prophecies of Daniel. He says that he will allure many away because of flatteries in the last days. It says that they are drawn away because of their own lust when they are enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. In other words, when it has been joined with your spirit and you begin to manifest the actions that go along with that thought, that word of selfishness that was spoken into your heart, then it conceives and bringeth forth sin. And once that sin has been enacted in the end, it brings forth death and destruction. James, another brother of Jesus, says, do not err, my dear brethren. This is a very serious message. Are you hearing what the Spirit is saying? Because the warning at the end of 2 Peter chapter 2 goes to you, the one who takes the fruit, the one who 
receives that bad fruit. My friend, judge the tree by the fruit before you consume it. Because Peter tells us that they speak great swelling words of vanity. They fluff themselves up and they tell you what you want to hear in the process. That those who do these things, they will allure away through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness. They love to preach you a please me prosperity message. Who do they lure away? Those who were once clean escaped from living in error. They come for those who are standing on the firm foundation of the words and teachings of Jesus. They come to twist the message, to tangle the truth in a way that is more pleasing to you, in a way that you can receive it and be okay with your selfishness, compromise, and sin. They will endorse easy living when Jesus came to say, give it all up, this world's not worth it. Count your costs, pick up your cross, and follow after me. We've got a job to do, and the time is short. Those who were once standing on the firm foundation laid by Jesus Christ himself through the apostles and the prophets, the submitted men and women that allowed themselves to be his voice crying in the wilderness, repent and make straight your crooked ways for the kingdom of God is at hand. Those who were standing on this firm foundation of repentance it lures them away from it. While they promise them freedom, liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought into bondage. My friend, I warn you of this. Judge the tree by the fruit, and if it's not producing the fruits of righteousness, don't consume of it. Don't swallow a word that they're speaking. It's going to plant seeds in you that will reproduce that bad fruit. And before you know it, you'll be gossiping, slandering, compromising, and self-serving, self-promoting, justifying your sin and lack of conviction. My friend, this is very serious. The Antichrist spirit is here to pollute the bride and to crack the foundations so that the house can't stand when the storms arise. Because if he can get you to believe that Christianity is about physical prosperity, physical gain, large followings, big stages, the approval and accolades of men, vainglory, and the fulfilling of your own ambitions, then when the Antichrist himself steps on the stage, you're going to serve him. Because that's what he's coming to promise. But you're going to have to take a mark to be part of his system. Oh yes, he'll provide a covering. But just like the prophet said in the Old Testament, they chose a covering but not mine. They put their trust in Egypt, in horses and in men and in chariots. They put their trust in mammon, in money, in lights, cameras, action. But it was all an illusion. In fact, God had already proved that he wouldn't use it and that he was stronger than it, that he would 
move through the humble and unexpected. Be very careful, my friend, or you will be led away in a very great end-time deception. Go back to the foundation, the words and teachings of Jesus. Read it, believe it, put your faith in it, and produce his fruits, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the peaceable fruits of righteousness. Be humble, be faithful, be kind and patient, be enduring, be steadfast in your faith, and you won't be shaken by the storms that are coming. Because those that don't have their feet on that firm foundation, on that rock, they will be swept away by the storms. They will be led away by the hordes of the enemy, by the lies and the compromise and the flatteries. Time is short, my friend. You might not always have access to this great storehouse of revelation that we call the scriptures. You better learn it while you can, for it is a lamp to me and a light unto my feet, lest you be led away captive of the enemy in the dark days that are coming. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.